You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, campers. Alan Jerry, don't worry. It's only an hour long. And most days, it doesn't suck. No, it does not. It's 5.03. It's Friday, football Friday. But I get the sense it's going to be a football slash baseball Friday. I am in New York City with the Eddie Scazzeri. And down the Jersey Shore in Bradley Beach is Al Tony Dukes. What's up, Al? Good morning, Jerry. It is a football Friday with some baseball sprinkled in. It's going to be a football weekend, though, because I don't know if you're aware of this, Jerry. It's super wild card weekend. Six games. In previous years, it was we'd be like, oh, it's wild card weekend. But this year, super wild card weekend, which is bigger and better. Uh, bigger and better. I agree. The only issue is yeah. you're going to feel like a load of crap by Sunday night. Yeah. It's enough television. You're right. It is a lot of sitting there. So well, you got to pick a game that you're going to kind of chill out and do some things around. Correct. So what we'll do later on in the show, normally we kick off f- football Friday shows with cool, cool games, games. But because of uh, the Mets situation, we're going to push back cool games to segment number two. No doubt. But for segment number one, we got to talk about the Mets trade for Francisco Lindor. And let me first start out by saying that Robert Marshall hit me up on Twitter right, and said that he predicts, I will ask you if Lindor is a good player. <laughs> Shut up. How Even dare you know this. How dare you, Robert I Marshall you know on Twitter? This. Of course I know this, Jerry. I uh, woke up from a nap yesterday and put on Carton and Roberts and heard them screaming about Francisco Lindor. Yeah, my, I, my son came uh, running down. He goes, the Mets made the big move. I said, LeMayu? He goes, no. He goes, they traded for Francisco Lindor, who, if you go back when me and my son were doing the Daily Fantasy every day, and not, yeah. listen, for $5 a day. So anybody going to tell me, oh, nice parenting. Shut up. Good job, um, Jerry. It was a fun way to just kind of track baseball. And bond with your boy. And he was one of those guys. I think it was, we did it mostly in 2017, 18. I got to go back and check, but I, those were two of his bigger years, I believe. We Put him in our daily lineup almost every day. Like, we almost started every day in every lineup with Francisco Lindor. You penciled him into your he lineup, Jerry, every day. Damn good player. Is he one of these dudes that gets hurt or no? He better not. If no, he shows you know, up I don't here. Think, I don't think so, Al. I would say might be one of them. I could be wrong about this. But, again, I'm going away. We didn't watch him every day, but we would track him often. I would almost venture to say one of the more durable players in baseball. I hope so. Because that is a, like, and and I was one of those kind of bummer Mets fans yesterday. Like, Carton and Roberts were all excited. They're yeah. doing their show, and occasionally they'd get a call from somebody going, you know, they they'd throw something like Jason Bay out there, or they'd it's like to me. I don't think bad trade like the guy will come here and be terrible. I immediately just think of injuries. 
Uh, Especially so, nowadays. I don't know why. So it looks like, so Lindor, from what I'm seeing in his injury history, yeah, he had an ankle injury in spring Uh-oh. training last year. But, like, that's it. Like, I don't see okay. anything else. And I'm pulling up his stats now because I would like to know. I would How like to old be is accurate. this fella, Jerry? Uh, he's 27. Looks so young. Prime. Prime. I'm pulling Brain up baseball prime. reference. Hold on. So Perfect. How about this? Okay, yeah. So, yeah, 17, 18. And this is pretty much when we were doing the daily. Every day we were doing the daily fantasy. How about this year in 2018? All right. How many games they play in baseball in a regular 162. year? 162. Okay. No pandemic. How about this? 2016, he played in 158 games. All right. That's four years ago. Five years ago by the time he gets on the field with the Mets. This Batted is my worry. 301. Good year. 2017. 159 games. Pretty like good. That. Would you not agree? Uh, that's very good. Batted 273, 33 home runs, 89 RBIs, and scored 99 runs. 2018, this is the year we had him in the lineup almost every day. 158 games. He batted 277, 38 home runs, and he scored 129 runs. Nice. Give me 2019 stats because 2020, I'm not counting. That was a Fugazi year. He played all 60 games in 2020, though. That's pretty good. Like, he was out there every day. Do Uh, not. 2019, 143 games. This is like his lightest year in terms Uh of games played. 143, but he had 32 home runs, drove in 74 runs, and scored 101 runs. Guys, and by the way, he's a great shortstop. This is all awesome. Do not show up here. And be Robbie Alomar. And get injured. Just don't do it. That is the only... If you're looking, if you want to be glass half empty, yeah, that's and I me. don't think there's any reason to because this kid, I think, is off the charts outstanding. And if you would have asked me before the year, you know, who could you get and you put a bunch of guys into a pot and you told me he was possible, he might have been my first choice. Like, I think he's that good. Just don't be Robbie Alomar because Robbie Alomar, when they, I, that was a trade too, that wasn't a signing. I believe when they traded for Robbie Alomar, Hall of Famer. He came here, and I don't know what in the hell happened to him. And they kept that this, won't happen this time. They kept this whole situation, Jerry, on the down low. Isn't like, that we didn't interesting? Even hear, we didn't even hear rumors of this. No, the rumors you're hearing are George Springer. Um, yeah, I mean, you're hearing Nolan Arenado has been linked to the Mets in terms of a trade, but Trevor Bauer has been linked to the Mets. But Francisco Lindor, that came out of no. Now we knew that there were issues in Cleveland, and I'll play some sound. Joey Waller, the great Joey Waller, sent me a video from last year when he did not get a new deal with the Indians, wanted one, but they just couldn't come to terms on a long-term contract. And, like, he loves Cleveland. There was no sign of this coming. Pretty wild. Yeah, very wild. Now, I also realized yesterday, listening to Carton and Roberts, they're like my afternoon soundtrack. Yes, you say that almost every day, yes. Yeah, I walk the dog to them. I have it on in the background when I make my chicken and sweet potatoes, all that stuff. I realized yesterday, well, I've realized this before, but confirmed yesterday, I could never do four hours every day. Yes, you could. You just couldn't do it on one topic. They talked about Francisco Lindor for five hours. Well, what are you going to do, though? Like, let me ask you this. But what else because is there? He hasn't played here yet. Right, but it's the, it's the move. It's Holy the, cow. I understand. It's the immediacy, though, of radio, and it's also, yeah. and you know this better than anybody, how much time does the average listener listen yeah, for? Yeah, like 20 minutes, right? Right. So if you That's don't thing. kind right. of, I don't want to say repeat yourself every hour, but you have to keep the, the hot story hot. So, like, for instance, this news came out, 
I want to say around, I was home, so probably 12.30, I think I first started. My son told me about it. So they come on at 2, and by that time, I think the Mets either announced it or it was pretty much a done deal. They come on at 2. Well, when the guy gets out of work at 4 o'clock, what do you want to be talking about? Saints Bears? Lindor. No. Yes. Lindor, Jerry. It's It becomes a Met Francisco Lindor day. Like, for instance, if the Mets wind up signing DJ LeMahieu today at 2 o'clock, what do you think you're going to talk about all day? DJ LeMahieu. If the Yankees get him back, you know what's interesting about that is if the Yankees got him back, I don't think you spend as much time on it because I think you almost expect him back, and he was a Yankee. Right. It's like you just re-signed him. All right, cool, we're good to go, let's move on. If he goes somewhere like to the Mets or even the Dodgers, you're going to talk about that for a while. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, five hours tough, man. It's a long time. They kept it fresh, though. I'll say that. I, w- I do wish, though. I'm not going to lie, because he can't take credit for this. If G would have just held out another 20 hours, he could have claimed that he was responsible for this. I saw a video on the internet yesterday where he did claim responsibility How? for it. He ended and, the. Well, he ended it. I don't know. I got no, a lot of. You cannot claim I had that. A, he I ended had a the lot of strike. I had a lot of people on socials saying this is except chalk it up to Geo. No, and they're I said, wrong. Yep. He ended the right along strike. with it. Nope. I no, went no, right no. along with it, Jerry. That's man. He was so close to really being able to claim that. If he could have just not eaten another twenty-four hours, right? And, but it wasn't even that much. Um, no, it, was, it would have been about twenty-four, right? Because it was 36 he went? Yeah, yes, it would 36. Would have been another 24 hours. He ended it too, just too soon. I felt very bad, though, yesterday for uh, Carlos Carrasco. Because he he's a quality pitcher, yes, Jerry. Is. And he was an oh-by-the-way yesterday. Mm, I disagree. That's the way well, I felt. Yeah, I mean, the deal is about Lindor. You're right. But when you get Carrasco but, back... Yeah, man. but if what but what if they did? What if they announced Lindor yesterday, and then later on this afternoon they they announced an, another trade for Carrasco? That would have been awesome. It would have, but I think it's still similar in that. All right, cool, we got Carrasco, but we got Francisco. Like Francisco Lindor could end up being a Hall of Fame player. Carrasco's Correct. a damn good pitcher, but he's not an ace. He's not a number one. He's going to be a beautiful number okay, three pitcher. Let me ask you this then. Let's say the we did not hear about Lindor yesterday. And yesterday, the Mets announced the trade. Yes. They send nobody, really, to the Indians for Carlos Carrasco. What would have been the reaction on Sports Radio 66, 101.9 FM, WFAN yesterday afternoon? Very. If that was the only thing. Very good trade. When are we going out and getting the big player? So this would have been a great start. Yes. It would have been part of the process. Where, yeah. where is the big splash coming from? Because he's not, again... It's not like you went out and you got Clayton Kershaw. You didn't get an ace pitcher. You got a really good number two or three. So that's you got where a I would two say. or a three, and then a four and a five, and then the six you and the seven. You don't really have. And then you know an eight, nine, ten. You kind of fill in from there. Yeah, because I felt bad for Carlos Carrasco a little bit yesterday, a little bit. And you it was know, like, oh, so Lindor, Lindor, and then be like, oh, and also Carrasco, Lindor, Lindor, Lindor. And you know his story too, right? Carrasco's. Yeah. I do, but Jerry, for the audience, if you don't mind <laughs> relaying it. No, Al, the floor, story. Is, the floor no, Al, is yours. I, I feel like this seems like something you'd want to tell. But go ahead. Go ahead, Jerry. Uh, you have it. Uh, Carlos Carrasco, go ahead. This guy, you talk about toughness. This guy battled back from leukemia. Leukemia? Yes. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that, that is. that is. Well, you really do just read the first two paragraphs, don't you? <laughs> I'm telling you, that's what I mean. This Lindor took it, <laughs> taking all of the... 
Taking all the all the big stories. <laughs> Carrasco's an oh by the way, and this guy beat leukemia. He did. Yeah. I mean, you want to talk about tough, man. Yeah. That's that's some guy between that kid and what was the kid on the Rocky? Chad Bettis, I think was his name, who beat testicular cancer. Oh my goodness. That was three years ago, I believe. I want to say two thousand seventeen. I mean, you're talking about some guys that went through some stuff, man. You know, when you if you have t- t- testicular cancer and they remove one of your testicles, you have the option of getting a, a plastic ball. I was not aware of this. Yes, you do. Uh, be, uh, and it, oh, it's only for if visually it will make you sure. feel better. Let's say I can, yeah, I get it. I don't think I would take the. I don't think I would get the plastic one, but who knows? Mm, dep- I don't know. What would it? I think I might. Having the one might feel a little odd. Yeah. Don't you think? It might, yeah, it will look strange. <laughs> That's I didn't. I, I learned something every day. Yeah, you could get a, a, about a, that? a prosthetic testicle. So yeah, so are you fired up about the Mets yet, or what? I should be. You're not, are you? But I was one of those guys that wow. was calling in yesterday. That is so beaten down as a Met fan that my main concern these days is not that the guy's going to come here and not perform. It's that he's going to be one of these guys that once he gets here can't stay on the field. And that's and I blame I blame current athletes all around in football. It's just so many there's well, so many stories I see about football yesterday, right? Now this is the playoffs, super wild card weekend coming up, right? Could be you potentially the your final game of the year. When you lose, you're out. And there's so many guys that's like, yeah, he may not play. Man, get out there. I agree with you. I, it's a different. It is a different day and age, man. Because when we yeah. when we were kids, guys got out there, you know, missing limbs. Not yes. quite. But you get my point. They went out there and played, and it's the money. It's all about the money. I, I now, saw what to real quick because yeah. you're concerned about him not playing. Yes, he's going to get a long term contract, and this kid plays. I I I really don't think when you look at his mindset. He's the type of kid that hits a home run and he is flying around the bases and in some cases doing the bat flips. Like he's a fun player to watch. I think he genuinely loves playing. And he was also talking about he thinks that he can be healthy. In, like his point was because he wants a long-term deal. He believes when he's 36, 37 because of the way he works out and takes care of himself, he thinks he will be just as good then as he is now. That, to me, sounds like a guy that's going to give it everything. Yeah. I like that. So, you can only hope. Listen, he's not John. John Carlo Stanton misses half the games every year. John Carlo. I don't think this is this kid. I think he is going to play. I saw a thing on uh, NFL Throwback Twitter, which is awesome, where they, they pick a player and they highlight their career. Yeah. And it must have been some sort of anniversary of the game when Emmett Smith beat the Giants. When he, I was at that game, he played with a separated shoulder. Yes, he did. You would never see that today. Yeah, no, I remember that game. I was there, and you know what was weird about that game was I couldn't because where my seats were terrible. We were in the end zone, not all the way up, but we were up, and you couldn't really tell if he gained a yard or eight yards because we were yeah. you know you had that view from the end zone. And then I was not aware of the severity of the injury until I got home and watched, I think, Sports Center that night. But yeah, it's a different time. And listen, some guys still play hurt. They they do. It's just when you're when it's your future and the money, it's a big impact. Right. And it's also the teams, by the way. Like I bet you Oh yes, you're right. I think John Carlos Stanton, who signed a seventeen year deal. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. <laughs> Ten years, whatever it is. Uh, I'm joking with the seventeen, but 
when the Yankees owe him hundreds of millions of dollars, the last thing they want to see is him lose a full calendar year. And they, they're too cautious with these guys. I agree with you. But you're right, though. If if that's my main concern, and then it is, good. then I'm good because this guy doesn't have any sort of history of that. No. 60 full games last year in a 60-game season. And that's then I gave I'm you the numbers. About. 143, 158, 159, and 158 in the previous four. That's pretty impressive. Yes. Also impressive, we're quite popular. We have to take a break. Uh, on the other side, we can continue this. There's other stuff. There's football. we got a whole bunch of things to do. I've got a, a Yankee-related situation that I want you to tell me, is this something or not a big deal? I think I know where you're going. That's a tease. And this, That's called a radio and I'll tease. T- here's what I'll tease. The phonies out there will say it's not a big deal, but they'll say other Ooh. things are. Ah, how about that? Quick break. Back in a moment. Boomer and Geo at 6 on The Fan. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Al and Jerry, the cool show for 2021. I like it. 25 after 5. What do you say? It's a Friday morning on the fan. Lots of baseball. And I'm pretty sure if I know where Al's going here, we're going to talk some more baseball. Francisco Lindor to the Mets. Is this referring to Garrett Cole there, Al Dukes? This is referring to Garrett Cole, Jerry. This is a topic or a uh, segment of the program that I call, Is This Something? Oh, it, dep- Where, yeah, it depends on your opinion and right. what you think is right or wrong, regardless of the rules. And here's why I put it on the, the, under the heading, Is This Something? Because to me, when I read it, this could be something that can take over the airwaves for three weeks, or this might not even be mentioned by some shows today. Right. So is this something, Jerry? Fired L.A. Angels clubhouse attendant. Who, by the way, was there for almost 40 years, I believe. Longtime fella. His name is Brian Bubba Harkins. Bubba being his nickname, Jerry. Uh, He's he's begun to name pitchers in the ball doctoring case. Yep. And included is, uh, well, first of all, it was Garrett Cole was named, Verlander, Scherzer, Felix Hernandez, and then some dudes I've never heard of. But the case includes a text message. Oh, a text message hmm. from Garrett Cole that says, quote, Hey, Bubba, it's Garrett Cole. I was wondering if you could help me out with this sticky situation. Then put the winky face emoji. So supposedly this fella, Brian Bubba Harkins, had a sticky substance mixture where he mixed rosin and pine tar mm-hmm. and would provide it to pitchers, not only on the Angels, but 
any team that came through on the other side. And supposedly he wasn't doing it for money because they didn't pay him. That he was just doing it as part of the game and it was commonplace. Mm -hmm. But illegal. Right. Right. Against the rules. But not strictly enforced. Right. So is this something? Well, this is... (laughs) This stuff angers me like you can't believe. So here's here's where we're going to now make judgments. It's against the rules, but not enough against the rules. <laughs> I guess really the whole thing is asinine. That's what it is, right? So it's okay to steal signs, but if you steal signs the wrong way, you're demonized and you're a villain. It is okay to use, even though it was illegal, to throw spitballs back in the day, even though you're not supposed to and it's against the rules. We look the other way. That's fine. We put guys in the Hall of Fame. No problem. You've got... This, it anno- it actually annoys me. So now you're telling me all these great pitchers, let's call it like we see it. They cheated. It was against the rules, right, Al? Correct, Jerry. Against the rules. But, yeah. Doesn't let's seem look the other cares. way. No one cares. Right. But God it's forbid weird. if you took your steroids, go to jail. You're not allowed in the Hall of Fame. It just it was weird. Like when I saw this story this morning, I was like, oh. This could be huge. This could, could be. be a four-hour, one-topic yeah. show on WFAN, show after show after show. Or there might be shows that barely comes up in. I want to hear all the hypocritical phonies that say using amphetamines was no problem, although it was illegal in baseball and illegal. I should say illegal in baseball. They look the other way. Illegal in the United States. But it was okay to use amphetamines. And by the way, performance enhancing, because if you went on a bender the night before, there was no way you could perform that morning. Unless you took your amphetamines, they were in the clubhouses. No problem. We're good. Even though you go to jail if you took them in, in society, that's and, and, that's okay. But you took you took steroids, you're garbage. And we've seen multiple times over the last even few years of pitchers going to the cap and this sort of thing. Sure, Michael the, Pineda against the Red that Sox. Was it. Remember that one? I do. I, yeah, I was. I was trying to think who was the pitcher that really had this stuff. On I think well, I could be wrong. No, I think it was Pineda. I think you're right. I think you're right, Jerry. I think your baseball memory is right. I Maybe just I Michael want Pineda. consistency, Al. Honestly, if you if if it's against the rules and you want to punish them all, punish them all. That's fine. Because ultimately, what you would like is for guys to go out, pick up a baseball with no artificial substances, and just throw the baseball. You'd like guys not to take illegal substances to hit the baseball. Unfortunately, we're not living in that world, and it's comical to me how we decide what is so far wrong and so far right. It does. It just doesn't make sense to me. And if you're a rules follower, and this is clearly against the rules, then you should demonize these guys like everybody else. But do you think, like... This past season, this shortened season, Garrett Cole, was he still using this I stuff? No was idea. Verlander? Was Don't know. Scherzer? Great question. But, I mean, according to this guy, and the text message is pretty damning. I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how you get a – he didn't say it, but he said it. It's one of those things. I love that he even used his full name. Like, he didn't have, even have a nickname with this guy. He goes, hey, Bubba, it's Garrett Cole. Right, so my question would be because he never played with the Angels. He pitched no. for the Pirates and the Astros. Yeah, and but right, but it seems like even with the with the some of the other text messages and things, it seemed like pitchers reached out to this guy, even when like in one of the text messages, it was like, "Hey, we're not coming through there until July. Do you have some of that?" Right, sure. Like, hey, send it to me. Almost like send it to me through the mail because 
I need some of that sticky stuff that you make. Like, let me ask you this. <laughs> Justin Verlander was one of those guys that just crushed Correct. people for cheating. Just yes. killed them. Then he ends up on the Astros with a team that cheated. Now, I mean, listen, I've, I have to be consistent. I did not get nuts over it. Was it wrong? Yeah. Well, a lot of things that have been done in baseball have been wrong over the last 150 years, and I don't get crazy over it. But if you're going to stand there on the mountaintop and scream and shout at everybody, then you end up on a team where the team is cheating, and now you're going to tell me that this clown was doctoring the baseball against the rules? Well, who, what is he? A cheater, Jerry. Yes! A freaking cheater. So are we going to bury him, or are we just going to look so. the other way? I, I would almost venture we'll look the other way because no one that's will what care I think. because it's that's not what, sexy. That's what I felt. Like, this story is out there. I didn't see it flooded on. I didn't see a flood of uh, opinions on social media about it. It seemed like one of those stories like, eh, this will go away. I mean, it's just the whole thing. Mike Scott back in the day. Oh, I hated Mike Scott. Right. I would have liked to punch was that guy. Was he right not in the face. cheating, Al? He was cheating. Why don't we kill what he did? Oh, man. Because there wasn't sports radio in 1986. When we did the Super Bowl shows down in Houston, we actually got Mike Scott to come to our broadcast. Did you really? Yeah, it was cool. Nice guy, but I but back then, Jerry, I wanted to put that guy in a headlock. And Nolan Ryan, him right in the face. You know what? they or say? step on his fingers. If you ain't cheating, you ain't cleats. trying. But I, I will, and I don't love that. But I will say, if you get caught, you got to treat them all. Ding dong! Uh-oh. Who is it? Justin Verlander! Biatch! <laughs> How dare you? Oh, it's funny. The whole thing is funny. How dare you? So, maybe there's a reason why some of these pitchers are so damn good and the ball moves so much. Right. I mean, right, it's not Jerry. natural. But that's okay. And screw the hitters, because that's what we always heard. Oh, the poor pitchers. These guys are taking steroids and they can't throw the ball by them. You know what? Drop dead. Because here's the thing. All of a sudden now, you're throwing the ball a little bit tighter, yep. a little bit more spin. What about the poor damn hitters? Yes. We're just going to look the other way, aren't we? Let's give them cork to bats and let the pitchers put that sticky substance wherever they want it. I love when the cork bat would shatter and oh. the cork would come out. <laughs> I used to try to cork a wiffle ball bat as if that was going to do something to a plastic ball I was hitting. But it was fun to... Like when you would hear about it happening in baseball, like me and my friend one time hollowed out a wiffle ball bat and put super balls in it because we had heard. Did it uh, work? Hitter... No, because the, the wiffle ball is, is not the same as like a wooden bat filled with super balls. Because you... we, we had heard a story back, you know, back yes. then that there was like a super a bat filled with super balls for bounce and uh, that it broke open and all the super balls went on the field. Of course, I never remember seeing a video of that, but. Very good point. Did you ever try the aluminum bat? Take the cap off and put a rubber no. ball in? No, me neither. I had a friend of mine that tried it once, and the cap he couldn't get the cap back on, and he ruined an expensive bat. <laughs> we could we could load up a wiffle ball bat with like old newspaper, like um, twist it up and sho- shove it in there. That would work because it makes the bat heavier, right? Yeah, it made the bat heavier. All right, a, quick break. We got a lot to do here. Uh, it's Jerry, so, I got cool games on the other side. All right, so I, after it's, this, it's Super Wild Card Weekend. If you haven't heard. The Mets traded for Francisco Lindor and Carlos Carrasco. I see I add Carlos Carrasco. I'm not just making it about Lindor. Uh, Cool games coming up next. Boomer and Geo at the top on the fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. 
Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseballs and boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Al and Jerry, 2021. You're still not listening to outdated 2020 shows, are you? Well, I would certainly hope not because we're talking about Francisco Lindor cheating pitchers and a little thing called the NFL coming up tomorrow. Al. Yes, Jerry, and you know what that means. We've got cool games. Now, let me uh, have to queue up my cool games intro music. It's not ready? Well, because I, I was coming back from break with that song I was just playing. So, But I have it right here, Jerry. Hold on. Hold your horses, please. This is smooth. Time for cool games. Time for some cool games. Jerry and Al have your cool games. Super wild card weekend. We've got some cool games. Did you write that extra line over your broccoli no, and sweet I, potato? <laughs> no, I, I ad-libbed that just now. Oh, look at you. That was pretty straight good. Up, straight up ad-lib. Now, Jerry, as you mentioned, now a lot of people said to me in the past, they go, wild card weekend. Aren't all the playoff games cool games? They're not. There are some playoff games, especially even on regular wild card weekend, that are now cool games. When you got super wild card weekend and you add two more games, Jerry, you're going to have some games that are now cool games. Like you could have Texans Bengals. Ugh. <laughs> and you mentioned earlier, you go, hmm, two straight days yeah. of games all day long, you're going to burn out. So in order to not burn out, Jerry, you and I will look at the schedule and we'll let the people know which are the cool games and which are the games that you can skip and be with your family. All right, I'm in. Fair let's enough. go. Yes, I love cool games. Here we go. All right, let's start Saturday. First game, Colts at Buffalo Bills. Jerry, is this a cool game? I say it is. Me too. I actually, because I'm in, I'm intrigued by the Bills, the fact yep. that we're going to have 7,000 fans there. Mm-hmm. Frank Wright going back to Buffalo as the oh, head coach of, of the Colts. Yeah, Philip Rivers. How did I Rivers? not even think of that? I don't know. So, yeah, and and it's the first one of the weekend. Correct. So I'm going to give that a check mark for a cool game, yes. Me too. That'll kick off right at 105. Cool game right to start it off. Uh, the second game on Saturday, the 440 game, you got your L.A. Rams at your Seattle Seahawks. Jerry, is this a cool game? So this is one for me that I feel like should be. Correct. But this might be the checkout. Go do something game. 100%. On in the background. Keep an eye on it. Yep. But I don't know why this one doesn't interest me as much as the others. Maybe because you might have John Wolford quarterbacking the Rams. I think Jared Goff is going to play. He better. This is what I mean. This is what I meant when I said earlier when guys like, it's the playoffs. Jared Goff, get out there. He'll be be out there. I do believe he'll be out there. Okay. So, sadly, I'm going to say not a cool game. Correct. I'm right there with you, Jerry. Not a cool game. Then we got the Saturday night game. Tampa Bay Buccaneers at Washington football team. (laughs) You be tripping, Jerry. Yeah, cool game. I'm I'm interested cool in this one because it's Brady Same. on the. I mean, the fact that Brady's got to go on the road to a seven and nine team, and they could possibly lose if that defensive front 
of Washington attacks him. Yep. Very cool game. 8-15. That's a way to round out your Saturday night. So two cool games for me Saturday. One, eh. Same. So that's Chase Young chasing Tom Brady down. Awesome. So at 440, you could take a break, uh, spend some time with your family, maybe even go out to dinner, and then come back home uh, 815 Bucks mm. at Washington. See, you could do that, and I'm sure you will go do that. I'm sure you'll go to a nice local restaurant that sells Al's Boring Beer. I have one circled already. Jerry. You're kidding, really? Um, <laughs> I will not just leave. I will keep it on. I'm just. Okay. I'm not going to be as locked into it as I will the other two right. games tomorrow. That's all. Uh, all right, Jerry. Then we have uh, Super Wild Card Weekend continues on Sunday with your first 105 p.m. game, Baltimore Ravens at Tennessee Titans. Is this a cool game? So I'm back and forth on this one. Yeah. And I am ultimately going to say yes because of Derrick Henry. I, I am going to, and I don't think I've ever said a cool game regarding Tennessee or Houston or Chicago. Yep. I'm going cool game. Cool game. You got Derrick Henry. You got uh, uh, Lamar Jackson. Yep. Looking for his first I think that is win. a cool game. Me too. It's going to be a lot of running. It's going to be a lot of, it's going to be Lamar Jackson running, Derrick Henry stiff arming fools down the sideline. Yep. All right, cool game. Our second game, the 440 game for Sunday, Chicago Bears at New Orleans Saints. I'm sorry, who are the Saints playing? The Chicago Bears. I'm out. Me too. There's the middle my game. game. <laughs> Again, same. Same thing, Jerry. The middle game of the day, Bears, Saints, not a cool game. I hate watching the Bears play football. Me too. They stink. I, I know. I'm not this, interested. I'm not. This, this would have been cool if Sean Payton's plan to quarantine 50,000 Saints <laughs> That would have been neat. <laughs> and bust them to the stadium. That would have been something. But they're not. And then our final game of wild, Super Wild Card Weekend, Jerry, Cleveland Browns at Pittsburgh Yes, Steelers. I'm into this game. I am into this game. How about, did you see Juju Smith-Schuster's <laughs> comments? I did. We'll play it for I can play it for you now or we can wait. I can play. Well, it why don't you. I give it to you now and then? Because I like six thirty. Yeah, I like to interpret these quotes and then you'll play the actual audio. At <laughs> There's 6:30. nothing to interpret. He's <laughs> mocking the Browns. Juju Smith-Schuster said, "The Browns is the Browns. They're still the same Browns team I play every year. I think they're nameless gray faces." <laughs> and that's a Tomlin quote. Love that. That's what he always says about the uh, the opposition. So he's oh, using really? That. Oh yeah, yeah. He always talks about how. Who they're playing, they always have to look at them as just nameless gray faces. Wow. Like you can't get worried about who the other team is. And so you've got him now adopting a phrase by his coach. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting about this, and I am no I I don't think much of I Baker Mayfield is he's fine. I um like I don't think he's a great quarterback. Maybe he'll turn into be one. I don't know. I could see them winning this game though tomorrow night, because I have not been impressed with Pittsburgh even at eleven and oh. Yeah. And there's going to be nobody there. There's going to be no home field advantage. It's going to be like friends and family of the Steelers only. I could see Cleveland going in and winning this game, and then Juju Smith-Schuster is going to have to face up, face the media afterwards. I love the Browns is the Browns. Yeah, I and mean, he could have stopped right there. <laughs> the Browns is the Browns. We know the what they are. Browns is the Browns. Yes. Very interesting. I, I like this game. So we're, we're together on the four and yeah. two. So uh, on both Saturday and Sunday, the first game and the night game, cool games, the middle game for both of the late afternoon game on both Saturday and Sunday. If you need to skip, those are the two not cool games. Oh, great. Now, I'm more intrigued by Rams Seahawks than I am Bears anybody. Yeah. So if again, that'll be on in the background. I will watch portions of it. Unlike the other two, where I'll probably watch every snap. Yeah. Bears Saints. 
that could be a go outside and do something in the garage. Yeah. And check in on it and just see what right. the score is. And if it's exactly. closed in the fourth quarter, I'll watch it, getting ready for Cleveland-Pittsburgh. Correct. Fourth quarter, the witching hour, as Scott Hansen calls it. What I'm you, in for that. Do you think Scott Hansen, so he's obviously not doing yeah. the red zone now. He's done for the season. Is that like Super Bowl Sunday in the Hansen house? He gets to watch football with his family? Yeah. I agree. I think so, too. Brings his kids around if he has children. I think so, too. Absolutely. Jerry, what do you make of this? I, I never got a full, and perhaps uh, I didn't see an update. I did look for updates. This Kyrie Irving uh, missed last night's game for personal reasons. Did we ever find out what that was? I have not seen it. Me and either. that's fine. And he didn't travel with the team. They're playing in Memphis tonight, so he's not right. playing tonight either. Oh. Um, and that's fine if he's got personal reasons. The only thing that I don't like about this story is the fact that he did not tell Steve Nash. Right. This was a surprise to Steve he Nash. He texted his teammate. He like he texted everybody except the coach. Oh. Uh, that's yeah, a, a little, weird a one. I, like, what are you doing? That said, and this is funny because this really bothers me. So I was having um, last night I went to my BetMGM account and I was going to do one of those in-game parlays. Yeah. This is what this is what I built on my on my app. I built nets to win, not to cover, to win, even with because once Irving was out too, like the the numbers were better. So I took the nets to win and then I took Jared Allen to go double double points and rebounds. It was it was a good bet. I didn't get it in. Mm. Oh, you didn't get the bet in. I didn't in time. get the bet in, oh. and they win. And Jared Allen had 15 points and 11 rebounds. I was so angry that I didn't get the bet in, and I thought I did, and then I realized I never actually pushed the button at the end to confirm that it. Sucks. Oh, terrible! terrible and also terrible in terrible. that game, Seth Curry had to leave the court from the Sixers. Yeah, so he wasn't playing anyway because he was injured, but he was on the bench in a mask. And he was near Joel Embiid at times. Uh-oh. They find out that he tested positive somewhere late first quarter. They remove him from the the court. And so now Embiid, who's got a young child, is going to self-isolate until his tests come back negative. All right. And they are going to stay. They were staying in New York City last night so they could start the contact tracing. We had to take a break. One final break. Uh, I'd like to talk more, but we can't. Uh, and then Boomer and Geo at 6 here on The Fan. First, though, a radio, not an AB.com, but a radio.com sports minute with Amy Lawrence talking about cool game. Well, not really, but Super Bowl, uh, Super Wild Card Weekend. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. All right, Nets won. They play in Memphis tonight. Knicks play tonight. And Francisco Lindor to the Mets, along with Carlos Carrasco. What else, Al? Jerry, fellow handsome, bald man, Robert Salah, has an interview, <laughs> has an interview today with the Jets. I yes, want this guy. I want Marvin Lewis. <laughs> 
He interviewed yesterday. I did see that. Yes, he did. You cannot. I want announce, Marvin Lewis. You cannot announce that you've hired Marvin Lewis. Oh, no, no. They can. That would be awesome. <laughs> he does have playoff experience. Yes, he, he has always, gone to the playoffs. A lot. The and problem actually, was their meltdowns. In the, you remember the one where they were beating the Steelers, the game was over, and then one of their players went nuts on the field and committed some personal foul penalty? Remember that? Yes. I think that was his – if it wasn't his last year, it was his second to last year as head coach. Yeah, he did have some problems with his team and personal foul penalties over the years. Yeah, well, yeah and he had personnel he couldn't control. But right. <laughs> he was a good coach. Yeah, was, oh, the Jet fan base would go nuts. It's they, Football yeah, Friday as we get you ready for Wild Card Weekend. 